the social media company Twitter no longer exists. No, this isn't a late April Fool's joke. We'll have the details next on Into Tomorrow. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Coming to you from the Dexcom G7 Studios, powerful, simple diabetes management. Visit dexcom.com. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. It's our 28th year covering the latest in consumer tech. This broadcast for the weekend of April 14th, 2023. Oh, that's like the day before April 15th which is typically tax day, which I think this year is the 17th or 18th. I don't know. Either way, I haven't started. I'm in trouble. Sorry. Yeah. So the next time you hear me, it'll be from prison. (laughs) One of the 87,000 IRS agents, probably the new hires, will will find me and lock me up. They'll just garnish your wage. You can't say wages because you don't get a lot. Just get one. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Social Security. Do they consider that a wage? Put the tax on it. Yeah, I know. We got some tech news and commentary for you. Some really cool prizes when we hear you on the show. Very easy to participate. Very easy to win. So you need to just know that it is very simple for you to just at any time. Call in. Win stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Cameron. Much younger, Cameron. Yeah. He's 11 now as of last weekend. But we, of course, uh, want to hear from you, whether you have any kind of tech question or you want to help another listener, love those calls especially, or you want to share some tech rage. We got our finger on the dump button. Don't worry. We'll take care of any bleeps necessary because we really want to hear your rage or whatever reason you have to join us on the show. We want to hear you. Maybe with uh, a reason why my throat continues to go on me like it is. Age. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is an old throat. Yeah. That's for sure. It's almost as old as I am. It's time for an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what can I do for an upgrade? That would be interesting. I don't know. I don't either. Oh, but smartphones, you'll especially enjoy this story, should last for a minimum of two years. So says 70% of U.S. buyers in a new YouGov survey. And 16% of the folks hope to keep their device for five years. The research found no correlation between handset prices and the length of time between purchases. But most likely for most people, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Five years is a bit much. Yeah, but you usually do two to three years at least. Well, and I default it to because that's how long it takes to pay for the damn thing. Yeah, well, that's also <laughs> true. But, well, you could just pay for it outright. I work in radio. I can't. Oh, <laughs> excuse me very much. Back I, when cell phones were 200 bucks, yeah, maybe. I want to know what our audience thinks. Simple call. That'll get you qualified to win prizes. You'll win because we'll hear you on the air. What do you think about that? Are you part of the 70% that changes your phone every two years? Do you change it every year when a new model of whatever you're using comes out? Or do you wait 
up to five years. How long before you change your phone? It's very easy. Just visit us at intotomorrow.com. Hit the Ask Dave red microphone on the right side on any device with a microphone and a browser. And tell us. Very curious about that. I have a friend that does that with her cars every two years. Really? Now, Changes see, out her cars. I'm like, must be nice. Yeah, I, that I can't afford either. Yeah. That's crazy. She's like, well, that's why I always lease. I'm like, even with a lease. You know, you're you're <laughs> spending a fortune with a lease. Yeah. And you still got upfront money. And if there's any damage or you go over mileage, you're paying more at the end. Yeah, I, you know, I'm still content with my seven-year-old found-on-the-road-dead Ford Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm content with my <laughs> one-year-old Acura MDX, which I paid cash for. I thought you worked in radio. I saved a lot. Robbed a bank or two? No, just cashed in some CDs or two. And by that, I didn't mean compact discs. New court documents show that Twitter Inc. no longer exists. Oh, Twitter has merged into X Corp which is a privately held company under X Holdings Company. Both are owned by Elon Musk, who still runs the daily operations of the social media platform Twitter. The legal filing stated, quote, Pursuant to Rule 7.1 of the Federal Rules of Civil Procedure, the undersigned counsel for Defendant X Corp, as successor in interest to named Defendant Twitter Inc., hereby states that Twitter Inc. has been merged into X Corp and oh no longer exists. <laughs> oh, my. The document also stated that X Corp is a privately held corporation. Its parent corporation is X Holdings Corp. No publicly traded corporation owns 10% or more of the stock of X Corp or X Holdings Corp. Now, just for the record, Twitter, the social media platform, still exists. However, the company owning that platform is no longer also called Twitter. Kind of wow. like when, when Facebook changed the parent company's name from Facebook to Meta, which Meta. is a s- stupid name. Well, Metaverse. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah, how's that Metaverse working for them? Yeah, not very well. <laughs> But interesting, and, the, and a, good, a good example of the same thing happened. So, except that Elon, Elon Musk is a whole lot smarter than Zuckerberg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Super Mario Brothers movie debuted this past week with $377 million in global ticket sales, making it the highest grossing video game themed film in entertainment history. The film's 3D and IMAX offerings made up 38% of ticket sales and helped deliver its very big opening. In spite of John Leguizamo whining and complaining that it wasn't all inclusive. (laughs) He's just upset that they didn't use him. Well, he's still upset that he was in the live action movie from years ago that was basically a flop. Yeah, that's why he's upset. He's (laughs) like, and this one's a success big time. And he's not in it. Oh, boo-hoo. John Linguizamo. I'm so sorry. Not. Very interesting. So, and, and especially because of the fact that the highest grossing video game theme in entertainment history. And they're still going strong. We tried to see it with Cameron over the weekend and a bunch of friends. We couldn't get seats anywhere. Yeah. The matinees were sold out. The late nights were sold out. It was like, Wow. Well, then we have to wait till your next weekend. In two mm-hmm. weeks, I hope there's some seats available. Hopefully. <laughs> because it certainly had a massive debut. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a cartoon fan, even though this is sort of live action, I guess. No, this one's cartoon, but it's cartoonish. You know, computer-generated cartoons. So it's not, well, aren't know. they all now? Well, I guess now they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, cartoons per se, I've not been a fan of. Yeah. But we'll see, because supposedly it's very good, very funny, 
a lot of people love it, except, you know, some leftists, I guess, who are very upset about it not being so inclusive. Well, maybe they'll be able to use uh, the item from this next story. Uh, Those in long-distance relationships who are feeling lonely and missing their partner's loving touch have some hope now. (laughs) A Beijing-based Chinese startup has developed a long-distance kissing machine that transmits users' kiss data collected via motion sensors hidden in silicone lips, which move at the same time when replaying kisses that have been received. The device okay. is called MUA, M-U-A. I guess, MUA. So like, yeah. Like a oh. MUA. Right. And yeah. it captures and replays sound and warms up slightly during kissing. Making, it's alive! Making the experience more authentic. The MUA is shaped like a mobile stand with colorless pursed unisex lips protruding from the front. Oh, yes. Oh, oh hey, hey, hey. Yes. Yes. Settle down. It's also available in different colors of unisex lips. Now, to use it. Lovers must first download an app to their smartphone and pair their kissing machines with it in Bluetooth. <laughs> when they kiss the device, it returns the affection. So, whoa, whoa, wait. you got to kiss the device. Yes. And then when you do, it sends it long distance wherever your significant other is, and they get a kiss. Right. Oh users can gosh. also download kissing data submitted by other users via the accompanying app. Now, does that count as cheating if you're downloading somebody else's kiss Ooh. and using that? I don't know. Well, so, maybe no, you don't get kissed enough. Yeah. So now I found a video of this thing, and I was going to show it to you before the show, but I wanted to get your authentic reaction here seeing it for the first time. So I'm going to hand you my phone and ask you to hit that play button, okay. and uh, you can kind of describe what you're seeing. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, yeah, synthetic lips in, in – she's actually kissing the synthetic lips. Is there any audio on this? I think it's just uh, like some music on it. But, but know, it's, we're gonna, it's, it's like a ball <laughs> – Oh, my God, that's disgusting, actually. <laughs> and, and I'm going to share this link, the link to this video with our web team, so it'll be on our site at intotomorrow.com. Oh so, so H and the crew can not only see this, yeah. but put it on this week's show page. Yeah. Oh, my so, god. So you're going to want to stop by intotomorrow.com and uh, check out the video of the moi kissing machine. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That is bizarre. And to see it, I'm glad you didn't show me before we went on the air because I would have not reacted that way. Uh-huh. That's weird. <laughs> Very weird. Imagine a yeah. ball with lips. And, uh-huh. oh, my gosh. No, I, I, I'm not so sure that. Uh, that ought to keep the little squirts happy. I don't think so. <laughs> I just don't think it will. What do you think? <laughs> would you use a moi? Any ideas to cost or availability? No idea yet. Oh, gosh. <laughs> would, <laughs> would you kiss fake lips so that your significant other gets a kiss wherever he or she may be or it? Oh, my gosh. Let us know. 800-899-INTO-PRIZES because we'll put your reaction on the air. Stream Guys Streaming Media Services is proud to sponsor Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Delivering audio and video to the web since 2000, Stream Guys is the affordable, reliable, and scalable choice for today's demanding media delivery needs. Stream to iPhones, mobile devices, and PCs all from the same platform. Stream in Windows Media, QuickTime, and the ubiquitous Flash using our full-featured, low-cost wows of Flash servers. Increase your ROI with our subscription system and pre-roll ad services and turn your content into cash. Stream Guys, offering professional streaming media services for the smartest businesses on the internet. Learn more at www.streamguys.com.
With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit www.dexcom.com compatibility. As Into Tomorrow continues, Google plotting a significant privacy update for the Play Store. It says it will soon force app developers to let you delete your account and personal data whenever you uninstall an app from your phone, rather than just removing it from the interface. I think they should do that anyway. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing the Into Tomorrow app doesn't collect any personal data. Exactly. And that's why I hope everyone listening has our free, takes up very tiny little bit of space, into Tomorrow app. Search those two words in your app store, Into Tomorrow, and snag us. You can hear the show 24-7. You can participate that way. You sound like you're right here in the studio when you click the message to studio button, and we'd love for you to have it. And maybe give us five stars if you think we deserve it, and say a little something, a little review. We do tend to send prizes to those who review, even if you don't like it. Nobody has not liked it, fortunately. This is true. But even if you don't like it, you did a review, we'll send you a prize. It's that easy. It might be you know, a 20-year-old version of Windows, but we'll send you a prize. But, but you'll get something anyway. <laughs> yeah. And you say, oh, look at that. I never win anything, and I got a 20-year-old version of Windows. Yeah. I think you know, back in the back of the prize closet, we got a copy of Windows 3.1 or something on five and a quarter inch floppies. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll <laughs> gladly share it with you yeah. if you do a review. Yeah, it rhymes. Yeah. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. If you want to become a podcaster, Blueberry Podcasting makes it easy to publish, analyze, and grow your show. Hey, that rhymes too. <laughs> Visit blubrry.com. Working up a sweat might help burn off some calories, but saunas have plenty of other great benefits. Did you know that? With this week's Into Tomorrow wellness tip brought to you by Human Touch, here's Victoria Ladock. Thanks, Dave. With so many new and trendy health cleanses on the market, one effective solution that may be overlooked are saunas. The heat from being in a sauna helps the body reach temperatures that harmful bacteria cannot survive in. This is a great way to flush out the endocrine system. Saunas also do their part to help you sweat out a few calories after a workout. Just remember to have a glass of water before and after your sauna session to stay hydrated. The heat will also help your muscles recover and lead to restful sleep so you can perform just as well the next day. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Victoria. Always fascinating info. I don't know where she gets some of this stuff because she is a wellness expert, of course, but pretty cool stuff there. The only problem I've always had with a sauna, similar to a hot tub, if I'm in it too long, it's just I get weak and like hard to breathe, especially well, ever since the Rona. Well, then don't be in it too long. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. The Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip is brought to you by Human Touch. For products that help you recover, revitalize, and relax every day, be sure to visit them at humantouch.com. Peter in Wilmington, Delaware, welcome Into Tomorrow. I have a Windows 10 computer that I like a whole lot, and it can't be upgraded to Windows 11. How much longer is Microsoft going to support Windows 10? Will I be able to continue using my Windows 10 computer after Microsoft 
stop supporting Windows 10. Well, Peter, you've got about uh, 10 minutes. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, there isn't a single Windows 10, so your end of support date will depend on the version of Windows 10 that you're currently on. For example, if you're on Windows 10 22H2, you're all set until October of 2025. Your version will continue to get security updates, and then you won't have to think about this for a while longer. The catch here, though, is that you're likely not on that version because your computer can't be upgraded to Windows 11. So if you're on Windows 10 21 H2, you're looking at an end of support date of July 13th, 2023, coming up soon. After that, nothing will change. You'll be able to continue to use your computer the same as today. But having said that, the lack of support means a lack of security updates, which means that you'll be exposed to threats that Microsoft will not patch. And of course, it's not rare for those threats to be exploited in the real world. So your world will become considerably less safe, at least your computing world. Um, now, if you access accounts that are tied to things like online banking, taxes, or even an email address that you use to secure your login to those types of services using that laptop, those activities will become riskier. Now, that doesn't mean it's the end of the line for the computer itself. Uh, you may be able to, for example, install a Linux distribution on it to keep taking advantage of the hardware. Now, that said, Linux is easier to use than it's ever been before, but it's still not the easiest daily driver computer for anyone, let alone for people who aren't very technical. Now, when your Windows machine reaches the end of its life, uh, it would be smart to look for alternatives to make sure that your accounts cannot be compromised by known vulnerabilities. Yeah. Or, of course, the other option, even though I understand you say you really like that computer, is to upgrade to a newer computer, a Windows 11 machine, for example. And then you'll have a lot more support for many years. But I get what Peter's trying to do, and I don't blame him. You know, I like my computer. It's got whatever I need on it, and I don't want to change it if I don't have to. So I'm in the same boat as Peter there. So let us know what you end up doing, because it will certainly help other listeners as well. Joe in Longview, Texas, welcome into tomorrow. Hey there. Is there a way to record a Facebook Messenger video and audio on an Apple computer or on an iPad. I can record the video, but the audio doesn't want to work. It's a weird thing. Anyway, we're wanting to do an interview with our missionary over in the Philippines. So it would have to be something that he could use on his Android phone to be able to talk to me. Well, Joe, you will need a program that takes your audio from an input and redirects it to your recording software. There are many, many of those available. Some of them have been around for a very long time as well. For example, Rogue Amoeba's Audio Hijack is probably closing in on at least 15 years old by now. It may be even older than that, but works well. The problem you'll face there is that those programs are typically not free. For example, Audio Hijack's license is $67. Now, if this is a one-off remote interview, it's an easier path for you might just be to set up a Zoom account. It'll be available on both your Mac and his Android phone, and you'll be able to do a screen recording by just clicking on the record button and download an audio file of the interview after you're done. Now, if you're expecting to go over 45 minutes, you will either have to restart the call and splice the audio files together or pay $15 for one month of premium access. In either case, you'll pay less than you would for license for that audio capture software. That's true. Now, if you plan to do it frequently, 
you might want to invest the $67 and, and do that or invest in the $15 a month for Zoom because you can record it. He can record it at his end. You can record it at your end, whatever, and then have an ongoing kind of thing. So I like that idea, too. I think that may end up helping. But, of course, if you've got some additional input for Joe, let us know. Another rhyme. Look at that. We're full of rhymes today. And, of course, helping other listeners is among our favorite calls. So join us, won't you? We'll meet you at intotomorrow.com. Do you own a business? What do your customers hear when they call? Every business is unique, and Advanced Productions can help you create custom voicemail greetings or an on-hold production. Call us today at 888-899-8511. For over 40 years, we've been providing affordable audio and video services to businesses around the world. Let us create a custom holiday on-hold message for your business for less than $200. Call us today at 888-899-8511. Or visit onholdaudio.net. Sending voice messages instead of typing can save you a lot of time. But listening through those five or ten minute monologues from your friends is time consuming and often just not possible. Imagine being in a meeting, lecture, or any loud and crowded environment. Textify is an app for iPhone that converts those annoying voice messages into easily readable text at the touch of a button. Get Textify now from the App Store. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work. Welcome back. Don't forget my favorite saying, call in, win stuff. We always have cool stuff to share with you, just for participating on the show. I'm Carol Grabline, and bringing you further into tomorrow, here's Dave. Why, thank you, Cameron. Boy, you sound so much older now, just because he's a year older. Mm -hmm. But he's right about that. Participate on the show, you win. It's that easy. Just let us hear you. And we send you goodies and lots of goodies we have. In fact, I think, Chris, in a few moments, you're going to tell us what we've got available this week when folks call in and win stuff. In the meantime, this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet. Enjoy more of everything the Internet has to offer. Text RADIO to 35000 for more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. As we've been sharing for many years here on Into Tomorrow, aging in place can be made easier and safer with the help of many technological advancements. Artificial intelligence and chatbot technology can answer questions on nearly any subject, such as health care or finance. Telehealth can make accessing health care easier and faster. Driver safety features help people navigate the road more confidently. Virtual reality offers a range of experiences without leaving the house. Smart home features can enhance security and connection. And in-home robots, becoming more and more popular, can help with all kinds of chores and other tasks for people living alone. So keep those things in mind as you look to help perhaps your elderly parents or grandparents or anyone with any kind of health issues, for example, or disabilities. 
technology can make a difference. A popular platform for generating lifelike images with artificial intelligence has banned users from creating images of Chinese President Xi Jinping. Yeah. The founder of the service, Midjourney, said that privilege was carved out for the increasingly authoritarian leader because the service could be banned in China if it was used to make satirical images uh, at Xi's expense. Wow. Uh, in chats with the Midjourney community last summer, founder and CEO David Holt says she would be exempt from AI-generated images because, quote, we just want to minimize drama. <laughs> That's the official excuse. Yeah. Right? And because they don't want to have their, their program banned in China. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Good point. Oh, by the way, meet the new 30-second radio commercials. Have you noticed visual messages displayed during station programming in your car, for example? Q-U-U. Mm -hmm. It's Q-U-U, so Q, I guess. The tech company that enables radio stations to display messages and images on vehicle dashboards has launched a new product that embeds visual advertising directly into programming in what they call an unobtrusive way. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> yeah, it's not unobtrusive. Branded as content partnership, the ad unit displays a commercial message for 30 seconds while a song or other programming is playing. Q is positioning the product as a new revenue opportunity that provides advertisers with a larger share of visual voice. How do they assume that it's unobtrusive, however? You it's look very, down at your radio, you want to know the name of the song or the artist. It, it's a commercial instead. It's very obtrusive. The FM stations down here in South Florida have been doing it for years. Yeah. And it's one particular law firm, and I'm not going to say the name because I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of, of even more free PR. But it's they're an accident attorney, you know, and... Ambulance chasers. Yeah, yeah. And their name is constantly rotating on the car radio with the name of song, if the station even does that. Sometimes, some of the, a few of the stations just have that their name and phone number rotating on the radio. So they don't even give you artist and song information. It's exactly. just their commercial the whole yeah. time. Ay, ay, ay. Call and complain. No, I just turn off the radio. Oh, good. Switch to AM. They're, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which you, at the moment, still have in your car. Yeah. But your vehicle company, Ford, is getting rid of AM. Well, I'm getting rid of Ford. So, you know. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, shouldn't be that big a problem. Yeah. But pretty, pretty bizarre, mm -hmm. though. But call and complain or at least switch stations. Yeah. Google has been looking for ways to cut costs and save some money. The tech giant plans to cut back on things like fitness classes, frequency of replacement laptops for employees, and simple office supplies like staplers and tape. <laughs> the reported measures to cut costs come on the heels of January layoffs that saw the company cut 12,000 jobs. Non-engineering employees who require new laptops will be issued Google-made Chromebooks by default. This marks a shift from when a range of offerings, including Apple MacBooks, were made available to employees. In addition to laptops, staplers and tape are also being targeted as a cost-saving measure, reportedly. The items are no longer being provided at print stations across the company. So people apparently are taking staples and tape home with them or just using the heck out of them? Yeah, or Google's decided, hey, we can save a lot of money if we stop giving people staplers and tape. <laughs> That's weird. Speaking of employees, there's been lots of talk lately about the phenomenon of quiet quitting. Have you heard about that? No. Or in this case, doing just the requirements of your job and nothing more. A recent Gallup survey found that at least half of U.S. employees could qualify as quiet quitters. And feelings of disengagement at work have increased among those younger than 35. 
As the debate rages on, some employees have even suggested new names for the trend, including corporate coasting or DYJ, doing your job, and reverse hustle. Okay. (laughs) And of course, mind you, these are younger than 35 because they don't want to do any work. I kind of like that corporate coasting term. Yeah. It seems to make sense. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people that do it. And don't do it here. Yeah. It's unacceptable. Exactly. All right. But yeah, corporate coasting, reverse hustle, <laughs> because you tend to think at work, hey, come on, let's hustle and get these things done. Reverse hustle. Just barely get a, get by. Do just what you have to do and nothing more. That's not good. A prominent DNA testing firm has settled a pair of lawsuits with the attorney generals of Pennsylvania and Ohio after a 2021 episode that saw cybercriminals steal data on 2.1 million people, including the social security numbers of 45,000 customers from both states. As a result of the lawsuits, the company in question, DNA Diagnostics Center, or DDC, will have to pay out a cumulative $400,000 to both governments and has also agreed to beef up its digital security practices. The company said it didn't even know that it, it had data that was stolen because it was stored in an old database. <laughs> oh, good. Well, well, there's a different excuse anyway. Yeah. Yikes. Do you lie a lot? No, except for that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Researchers say people are more likely to lie if they are using a laptop than if they are using a smartphone. Hmm. It turns out people have a more personal connection with smartphones, since they use them to talk with friends and family, for example, and a more business-like connection with laptops. So they tend to be more honest when using a smartphone. And of course, I guess that makes sense. But as Sean from the While You Were Working Smart brief said, what does that say about the integrity of business in general? Mm -hmm. Because if you're on a laptop, you're more likely to lie. That's interesting. Hmm. Again, from our audience, don't worry, we won't identify you otherwise. Just your first name, maybe. And you can even make that up. But what do you think about that? Do you find that to be the case? That if you're speaking to someone on a smartphone, they lie less than if you're speaking to them on their laptop? Hmm. Find that interesting. But now it's going to have me wondering. First part of any call. So you on a smartphone or a laptop? I guess I shouldn't call you for my laptop anymore. I guess you better not. Google is giving YouTube music users the ability to create custom stations based on specific artists and to tune uh, how the algorithm decides what songs it should play. The feature, which is called the Radio Builder, started rolling out recently and can be accessed by scrolling the Your Music Tuner section of the YouTube Music homepage. Now, when building your custom station, you can select up to 30 artists and choose whether you want to only hear music from them or if you want it to pull songs in from similar musicians. You can also tell it to play songs that you're familiar with, new-to-you songs, or a mix of the two, and, and then add filters, letting you tune the mix. And isn't that kind of the good idea for building your own music library, for yeah. example? Because... I think if, if you have a favorite artist, of course you want to hear more of them, but do you want to hear only them? I mean, you play that country and Western music a lot, yeah. but do you mix it up or do you only play your favorite artists? No, I mix it up and I, I, t- I use Amazon Music. And first of all, I wish they would fix their service because they have, well, first of all, they make it very easy to thumbs up and like a song. Mm. You have to do a lot of clicks to dislike a song and give it a thumbs down. However, oh. even when you give the song a thumbs down, they continue to still play it in rotation. Well, that's Amazon for you. There's so many times, I, I mean, I just got tired of, of disliking certain songs that I just 
don't like and don't care to hear because they still keep playing in my So you hit forward, right? Yeah. It's not that big a deal. It's not the end well, of the world. It is. If you're going to give me the option to dislike a song and then you're still going to make me listen to it. Okay, I agree. And that's you're why, paying for yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fix your damn algorithm. Amazon? Yeah. There you go. Fix it, baldy. Otherwise, I'll be moving to <laughs> Apple Music or something. You should do that anyway. No, I won't because I'm still stuck on an old rate with Amazon Music, and you know, hopefully they're not listening because they still think I'm a student from when I was years ago, and I'm only paying like five dollars a month for their nine dollar service. Well, you are a student, aren't you? I'm always a student of something. Yeah, you're always yeah. learning. Yeah. What does our audience think about that as well? Do you like to mix it up, or do you only want to hear your favorite artists, plural or otherwise? Eight hundred eight nine nine into. We look forward to hearing from you and sending you prizes. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses, from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit www.dexcom.com compatibility. Thank you for tuning into tomorrow. Social Catfish released its second annual study on the state of internet scams, in this case for 2022. A record $6.9 billion was lost to online scams in 2021, almost double from 2019. The study used 2022 data from the FBI and the FTC and a poll of 3,047 romance scam victims that revealed many key findings, such as 75% of victims are college educated. So apparently it's not just for people who aren't paying any attention. 75% are college educated, which one would like to assume means they have perhaps some intelligence to go, wait a minute, it sounds like a scam. You know, but they were still taken. $6.9 billion. Wow. That's a lot of scammage. Uh-huh. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by the Dexcom G7 Continuous Glucose Monitoring System. Ooh, I use it. I use it. Changing the game for people living with all types of diabetes. Visit dexcom.com. Uh, I think we shall do just that because it's pretty cool. Oh, FM radio takes off. The U.S. heads back to the moon. And a popular video sharing site is born. 
Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. History, 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 history. Here's Chris. This week in 1941, Igor Sikorsky accomplished the first successful helicopter liftoff from water near Stratford, Connecticut, when he fitted utility floats, also called pontoons, to the Vought Sikorsky VS-300. Most this, illogical. This made the VS-300 also the first amphibious helicopter. Uh-huh. In 1961 this week, the Federal Communications Commission gave approval for FM stereo broadcasting. It would be another five or six years before FM stations went underground or progressive to attract listeners who were tired of the lack of audio quality on AM stations. FM stations to that time had broadcast in glorious monorial sound. Renegade Radio. In 1971 this week, the Soviet Union launched Salyut 1, the very first space station. Salyut 1 spent 175 days in orbit before re-entering the Earth's atmosphere and breaking apart over the Pacific Ocean. The Salyut program followed this with five more successful launches. The final module of the program became the core of the Russian segment of the International Space Station and remains in orbit today. In 1972, the Apollo 16 lunar module, commanded by John Young and piloted by Charles Duke, landed on the moon. The module enjoyed a three-day stay on the moon, and the crew spent a total of 20 hours and 14 minutes exploring the lunar surface. And this week in 2005, the first-ever YouTube video was uploaded by co-founder Jawed Karim. The 19-second video titled Me at the Zoo was shot by his high school friend at the San Diego Zoo in front of the elephant exhibit. Cool. Today, about 500 hours of video are uploaded to YouTube every minute. 500 videos? No, 500 ev- hours. 500 hours are every uploaded minute. every minute? Yes. Wow. <laughs> they must have some pretty big servers. Yeah. Well, that's our look back at this week in tech history. History, 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 history. We've got prizes for you. Remember I mentioned that stay tuned because Chris is going to share with you when we hear you on the show. And you can call in anytime, 24-7, when you have a question about consumer tech. Or perhaps when you're hearing the show later on, the, on our free Into Tomorrow app or the podcast, or otherwise, and you say, oh, I've got, a, I've got some input for that audience member, for that listener. Let me tell them what I did to solve that problem. We love it when you do that. Well, when you're heard on the show, you win stuff. We got some cool stuff, like... From Brondell, we've got another one of their Swash Thinline Luxury Bidet Seats, valued at 700 bucks. They, they said they're going to provide a, a giveaway every month. It may not yes. always be a toilet seat, but right now we've got another one of those really cool bidet seats. Very true. And there's $700 value, as you mentioned. Yeah. That, oh, man. Once you try their seated... Your, no, their heated seat, not their seated heat. You won't go back. In fact, I'm looking now for another uh, rental property to move, and one of my requirements <laughs> is that it have white elongated toilets because that will match the Brondel Bidet toilet seat that I already have. Oh, and so I you're not going to just leave it at your existing place? No. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> From Tribit, we've got Stormbox Blast portable Bluetooth speakers. He's got 30 hours of playtime, so you can party day and night. Tribit. Think of it as like a high-tech boombox. Yeah, it is, too, <laughs> yeah. with, with really cool lights. From Spy Briefing Gear, we've got some more of those tactical spy pens that make them a remarkable self-defense tool, and it's a working pen. And from Matthias, we've got a tactical pro keyboard for Mac. Pretty cool. So how does one participate? We say it's so easy. There's three main ways that folks like to take advantage of, and then they would win these. And when you call in, no promises, no guarantees, but mention one or two of the items Chris just talked about, and 
say, I'd love to have that or this, or if you got one available of such and such, I'd love that, because we will do our best to get one of those items to you. That's how it works when you participate. Yeah. Well, if you would like to call, you could uh, use the 800 number, 800-899-INTO. We've been paying for that number for over 28 years. Yeah. It, yes. So what's that number again? 800-899-4686. Got it. You could also use the Free Into Tomorrow app. There's a message to studio button. It'll let you record a nice quality audio message right there in the app and send it right to us. You could do a very similar thing on our website. Look for the Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com on anything with a browser and a microphone. There you go. And if you use the on-air Ask Dave mic button, we ask you to be sure and include... Your, your name, your first and, name, and where you're participating from. Yeah, because that's the only, and, and your email address, or do we, well, we get that automatically because yes. it sends from yeah. your email. Right. But. Now, if you're, you know, going back to your earlier tech news story, if you're doing that from a laptop, maybe you're lying with your question. Oh, but you don't want to lie about your email address because that's how we connect with you. Right. And oh, we, yeah. if you check your spam filters. Right. Because several people have told us that's where they found us. And I don't know why, but sometimes we end up in a spam filter. Maybe because the word prize is in the email or, or it says, you know, into tomorrow listeners. I don't know, whatever. But check your spam filters because that's something we try to remind you of every week in yes. addition to a couple of other things. Yeah. Backing up your important data. Your, your important, important, <laughs> important data. <The> important data. <laughs> if it's yeah. not important, don't back it up. Yeah. And then subscribing to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> While you're doing that. Yeah. You can do that wherever your other podcasts are found because we're everywhere. And we admit it. There's no escaping us. That's true. <laughs> That's true. We want to hear from you because your calls, your participation really makes the show. That's how that works. Intotomorrow.com. I'll be waiting for you right there. Do you own a business? What do your customers hear when they call? Every business is unique, and Advanced Productions can help you create custom voicemail greetings or an on-hold production. Call us today at 888-899-8511. For over 40 years, we've been providing affordable audio and video services to businesses around the world. Let us create a custom holiday on-hold message for your business for less than $200. Call us today at 888-899-8511. Or visit onholdaudio.net. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work. Into Tomorrow tells you the FDA has given de novo clearance to Happiest Baby for its Snoo Smart Sleeper, which is designed to keep babies from sleeping on their stomach. The motorized bassinet aims to aid in reducing cases of sudden infant death syndrome, which last I heard, they still don't know exactly how or what causes it, but don't lay your newborn on its stomach because apparently that causes some of the issues. So there you go. And I'm glad that they've got Happiest Baby and their Snoo 
smart sleeper. I guess they just didn't want to put the Z-E on snooze. I guess so. Snoo? Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to make fun of both the, compa- the company name and the product name until I realized what they were doing. And then I said, okay, I'll give them a pass Good. on the goofy names. <laughs> yeah, they, they get a pass. All <laughs> yeah. right. There, there you go. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by StreamGuys, streaming media solutions for the smartest businesses on the internet. Visit StreamGuys.com. You know, when someone has a heart attack, seconds count. Remember that. I'm getting that age. Okay. Now there's life-saving equipment that could be in your home soon. Remember that. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. There was a time when defibrillators were only found in hospitals and ambulances, and they required sophisticated training to use properly. Now we see them standing at the ready in gyms, shopping malls, and at airports. But according to the CDC... About 70% of the heart attacks that aren't in a hospital happen at home. A French company hopes to make home defibrillators as commonplace as smoke detectors and fire extinguishers. The six inch square box hangs on the wall and weighs just three pounds. When activated, it gives spoken instructions and it can speak in English, French, or German. The only maintenance required is to replace the electrodes every two and a half years. The product already has CE clearance and is available in Europe. The company is seeking FDA clearance and hopes to have it on the market in the U.S. by 2024. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Thank you, Alfred, and we thank you for years of your Health Tech Minute here on Into Tomorrow. Bob in Thornton, Colorado, welcome Into Tomorrow. Hey, Bob. Hey, Dave. I have Wi-Fi Five in my house, and I'm wondering if upgrading to Wi-Fi 6 will make a difference. And the second question is, I have the satellites for my Orbi. Uh, I have two of them. I'm wondering if adding a third one would give me better range, or will that affect the other two? Well, Bob, Wi-Fi 6 is faster. Think 30 to 40 percent better transfer rates. Now, having said that, you probably won't notice much of a difference, though. The reason for that is that Wi-Fi 5 is likely to already be faster than your Internet connection is. And that's what most users associate Wi-Fi with. Unless you have a gigabit connection that you want to take full advantage of, or you're transferring lots of data within your own network, you probably won't notice enough of a difference to fully justify the switch, right now at least, especially considering you have multiple devices to replace. Now, if you're going to be transferring big files from one computer to another in your network, that's where you'll see the big difference. And you you do that a lot because you're transferring our videos, our audio for every week's show, all kinds of stuff within our own network. It makes a huge difference. And also uploading these things. Yeah. Yeah. We also have one gig service. (laughs) Right. Now, um, as for adding a satellite device to your Orbi setup, yes, it will give you better range, and it won't affect the other two. The Orbi system will coordinate its devices on its own, and you'll see increased range without any obvious interference from the other devices and without having to set up a new network and manually switch to it. Yeah. So... Don't spend the money if you don't really have to right now. Yeah, but you know, I'm a big fan of the Orbi systems. We've got the newer Orbi Wi-Fi 6 system here at the studios. Mm-hmm. I've got the older non-Wi-Fi 6 version mm-hmm. at home, and it's the only reason I'm able to get Internet access on the second floor of my townhouse. That's true. So Because the, the second Orbi is upstairs. Yeah, because yeah. before I added the Orbi system to my house, I, I could barely get on the Internet at home uh, upstairs, let alone streaming any TV in my bedroom. Wow. 
So it has made a difference. Yeah. Okay, Bob, let us know what you end up going with, and we hope it works out for you and that our input has been of some help. Robert in Miami, Florida, probably down the road a piece. Hey there. My question to you today is about VPN. What does it stand for? How effective are they? How safe are they? And can they really guarantee our privacy? And is there a possibility that an agency out there might be running the show and completely have all of our information? What do you think? (laughs) An agency. Robert, first of all, VPN is a virtual private network. Maybe not so private in the long run, but they're extremely effective for their intended use, which is just to provide remote access to a private network. In fact, just about anyone in the corporate world will knowingly or otherwise interact with a VPN pretty much every day. In terms of security, no, they don't guarantee it. You can assume that any government entity, for example, will be able to access the raw data. And by tunneling through a private, uh, virtual private network, all you're ensuring is that your data is only visible to those network owners. You know, that can limit exposure, for example, if you're trying to avoid snooping when using public Wi-Fi. But it won't in any way ensure your privacy if all you're doing is paying a five-person company in Panama to route your browsing through their server. It just means that they can see your data instead of your ISP, your internet service provider, uh, which may still be a win since ISPs openly admit to selling your data. But yeah. that doesn't mean the VPN provider won't do the same. That's true. And, and Robert, you do bring up some good points. But one of the things that I've used a VPN for a lot is when I'm traveling. And you've done the same thing just to watch yeah. Netflix. I do, I do a VPN, well, when I used to visit China, which was frequently uh, until the pandemic, um, sometimes two or three times a year, I'd be at various trade shows over in China and so forth. And I wanted to access my anti-social media because you can't. Otherwise, you know, you, you can't get to Facebook and Twitter and they don't allow it. So I'd use a VPN back here to the U.S., like on to my computer, and then access it from Beijing, for example, or Quando or you know, Qingdao or any number of places where I was working at the time. And it worked beautifully. And that's why I would always be using a VPN for those purposes. But again, you've used it just for entertainment, which works well, too, if it's not available in whatever country we're in at the time. I I used it when we went to Berlin because I brought my fire stick with me and I tried Mm. to watch shows on Discovery+. Plus. Well, they don't have Discovery Plus in Europe, so it wouldn't work. So I set my laptop up as kind of a Wi-Fi access point using a VPN, connected my fire stick to that Wi-Fi, (laughs) and I was able to watch my Discovery Plus from Berlin. Cheater. Yeah, well. But it worked. It did. Because you were able to keep yourself entertained. Yeah, because in, my, in my fire stick then thought it was on a network in the U.S. Well, there you go. Steve in Kenosha, Wisconsin, participating in winning prizes for doing so. Hey there. Hey, my question is on TikTok. Me and my roommate debate this every day. I understand TikTok is owned by a Chinese company. Their profits go to the Chinese government. But doesn't everything we order from China go to their government in some way. <laughs> so why is it any worse than any of the other social media out there? Just wanted to get you guys' thought on that. Steve, good question. Uh, the profits going to the Chinese government is not the problem. The data going to them is the problem. Social media allows governments to easily build a profile on individual users. 
and to then class those profiles into groups that can be influenced in very specific ways. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the people in China have become very good at that. At yes. Doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, social media has been used to influence opinion very often in the past and putting that capacity to influence very large portions of the population in the hands of a geopolitical adversary is a problem. Social media also allows governments to easily build graphs connecting users, so a government can see who is likely to be working with whom or who likely shares similar views. Those are tools that are problematic in anyone's hands, but even more so to an authoritarian government's hands. Yeah, no social media is good. The way I like to call them all anti-social media. At best, they're data harvesters to push ads. So avoid them all if you can, which none of us can these days anyway, avoid them all. But. Yeah, and I swear my girlfriend picked up my phone, you know, opened Facebook and just started saying the words engagement ring, engagement ring, because I now <laughs> am seeing ads for engagement rings all over my Facebook feed. Don't do it. No, I'm not doing Don't it. Don't go there. <laughs> no. No. Steve, I hope we helped you out there. Again, remember, it's it's not the profits and so forth. Yeah, of course. And they're making a fortune, by the way, these days. TikTok going to the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, but it's the data going to them that people need to be concerned about. And people think, well, I'm not in the military or anything. What data? I don't care. They, they know where I live or something. So what? It can be a lot more than that. Well, data is very valuable. I mean, even the company Vizio has come out and said that they make more money selling the data yeah. that they access than they do selling the TVs. And that's sad because what does that tell you? They're selling your data. You are the product. And that's part of why Vizio TVs are so inexpensive, because they make so much money on the data that they collect from you. Yep. So what do you think about that as well? 800-899-INTO. Looking forward to having you tune into tomorrow again next week. I'm Dave Graveline. And I'm Chris Graveline. Stay tuned at intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. How would you like to feel your best every day? For over 40 years, Human Touch has designed high-performance massage chairs, ergonomic zero-gravity recliners, and targeted massage products that not only rejuvenate the mind and body, but have helped owners perform, sleep, and live better. Sitting in a Human Touch massage chair is the perfect way to unwind, relieve pain, or recover from a hard workout. And it's all from the comfort of your own home 24-7. Anytime you need to relax sore muscles, de-stress, or even just take a moment for yourself. Human Touch works with medical practitioners, world-class athletes, and award-winning design teams to provide therapeutic benefits daily, but also offer an aesthetic appeal that captivates the eye and enhances any space. Ready to learn more? Visit humantouch.com. Human Touch. Your best every day.